you want to take your time to make sure you're hiring the right role and the right person for the role you have open. And when you notice that somebody is not working out in their position and their performance is starting to not meet expectations, you need to take action. Welcome to Hiring School, a weekly podcast about recruiting for non-recruiters. I'm Jackie Koch, and I have over 15 years of experience prospecting talent and building teams for Fortune 500 companies, startups, and small businesses in all different types of industries. I'm the founder and CEO of People Principles, where I help founders scale and lead their teams with programs, courses, and boutique agency services. My goal is to simplify the hiring and team building process so that you founders and not so solopreneurs can implement modern, effective, and efficient hiring strategies that help you build the team that you want to help you scale. If you can't seem to find the right job candidates or simply don't know where to start, you're in the right place. Now let's get started. Welcome back to the Hiring School Podcast. I'm your host, Jackie Koch, and so excited to chat with you today about a topic I am actually talking to a lot of my clients about recently, the old adage, or maybe not old adage, but I'm sure you've heard it, hiring slow and firing fast. You get this advice from business leaders all the time that you need to make sure you hire slow and fire fast. And I'm wondering if you even know what that really means. I mean, obviously, hire slowly and fire fast can make sense in a literal perspective. But what does it mean as it comes to your team and your business? And that is what I'm breaking down on this podcast today, my take on this and the take of many other business leaders that I've spoken with over the years. And so TLDR, do people say that, that acronym? Am I making myself sound old? But the long and short of it is basically you want to take your time to make sure you're hiring the right role and the right person for the role you have open. And when you notice that somebody is not working out in their position and their performance is starting to not meet expectations, you need to take action. And it doesn't mean you fire someone on the spot or the moment they do something wrong, but you should definitely take some swift action to remedy the situation and to make sure they're clear. And so I want to break down this whole hire slow, fire fast concept a little bit more for you to really take some tactical things that you can implement in your business to follow this because it's hard to do. And it's also, what does that even mean to hire slow? So what I'm going to talk to you about first is what hiring slow means. First is what it doesn't mean and what hiring slow should not look like. So hiring slow should not mean dragging out the process. It should not be a super slow interview process, being slow to get back to people, making them jump through extra hoops, adding things into the mix that are unnecessary, and that just make the whole interview process very slow. It should not mean that you second guess yourself everywhere throughout the process of you interviewing someone and thinking they're a great fit and being like, well, are they really? I don't know. 
maybe I'm not sure and second guessing yourself. And it should not mean having this person interview with every single team member. Honestly, the more people you add into the interview process, all of the evidence shows that it doesn't actually improve your hiring decision or the performance of the new hire. So hiring slow is not those things. It is also not being slow to post the job or decide to fill the role. It's not that. What it is and what hiring slow really is, is all of the things we've talked about on this podcast and in prior episodes. It's getting clear on the role that you need in your business. It's taking the time to understand what's driving your business, the holes in your business, and the role that you need to fill that will make the most impact for your business to grow, for you to serve your customers, for your team to feel supported. It's taking the time to do that. It's also about getting clear on the expertise and the qualities that this person needs to be successful in the role you need to fill. It's taking time to think about, okay, where are the weaknesses on my team? What are the strengths on my team? You know, hire for some of the weaknesses that maybe some of your team members don't have. It's getting clear on what it is, the expertise and the skills and the qualities that the person needs in order to be successful in the job that you've taken time to get clear on, you know, what you need to fill. It's also taking the time to get clear on what your core values are for your business. And it doesn't mean some of the values and mission statement of the business overall, but it's more like, what are the core traits that every employee on my team needs to have? And that's regardless of the role. You know, there's at least three to four things that are super important to you and team members. Get clear on what those are and define what those are. And then it also means creating a hiring plan that assesses for the expertise, the qualities, the core values that you've just identified and creating a hiring plan that clearly identifies at what stage in the process you're assessing these things. You can write them all out. You can get clear on what it is that you want. But if you're not actually creating a plan to assess for those things during the interview process, it's kind of pointless. So it's really creating that hiring plan. You know, it's that first video interview. What are you looking for? What are the core values you're assessing for? What are the non-negotiable skills that the person needs to have that you're assessing for in that interview? And then in the second interview, whether it's with you or another team member, what's the purpose of that interview? What are you having that person look for? And what different qualities and what different core values are you having them look for that you haven't assessed for yet, right? So it's it's making sure that at some point in the process, you're assessing all of the things you've identified as important. And it's creating standard interview questions for each of those things, for each of the process. It sounds like a lot of work, but it's not. Once you've created this once, especially for core values, you repeat it over and over again and you become better at it. And so taking the time to clearly map out that process is what hiring slow means. It's not dragging out the process and hemming and hawing. It's preparing for the interview process and going through with it. It's following through with the plan that you've set out. And so it's so important that you do all of those things that I just listed before you start 
talking to people. Because if you don't, what's going to happen is you're going to meet someone, you're going to vibe with them. You're really going to think they're great. You're going to hire them. They're going to start and you're going to be like, holy crap, they don't have this basic thing that I was expecting they would have, or they're missing this core component of the job. Like, how did I not realize that? Because you didn't do the work to prepare before you met them. So all of those things need to be done before you start interviewing people, before you start advertising your job, before you just hire your brother's best friend who's really good at something because he needs a job and you have a hole. Like you need to do the work to get clear on what it is that you're hiring for and who it is that you're hiring for and the process that they're going to follow. And then you want to make sure every candidate goes through the same process so that you can clearly evaluate each of them against one another, pick out the really great ones. And you know what a great candidate is because you've had every candidate go through the same process. This is also super important if you have other people involved in the interview process. Do not pick and choose different people to talk to different candidates. So like what oftentimes can happen is, you know, you're a small team, you're busy. And so you're hiring for one role. You have five different candidates that you want to meet with some more team members Sam isn't available to meet at the time that the candidate is. So you pull in Joe. Joe only meets with one candidate. Sam meets with three. They don't have the same feedback and understanding of the role. When you just pull one random person in to meet with one person, they're like, oh yeah, I like this person, but they haven't met with anybody else to really like know who else is in the mix. And so making sure that the same people interview at the same stage of the interview process, all of the candidates is critical. And I know that it feels like a lot of work when you say it, but I promise you is not, it just takes some preparation and it's actually really simple. Once you have the process in place, it's just like any process that you you've created for your business, your marketing plan, your sales process, like your customer journey. Once you've created all of those things, once it kind of just becomes your operating manual, right? You need to create a hiring operating manual and that's what hiring slow means. So that is what it means. It does not mean, you know, the things that I've already shared of just going slow for the sake of going slow. It means preparation and follow through. And a note about who to hire. Hiring slow doesn't mean that you wait for the one person who has 100% of the skills You know, you're not waiting for that unicorn as people refer to it or the purple squirrel, I've heard it referred to. You'll be waiting a really, really long time, especially in this job market. Follow the 80-20 rule. It applies to hiring. When you're chatting with candidates, if somebody meets 80% of the skills and the qualities and the expertise that's needed, seriously consider hiring them. I would say core values, you want somebody to be 100%, but the required skills, experience, all of that, follow the 80-20 rule and really assess, you know, are the things that they are missing, are those teachable? Can they learn it? Can we help them develop in that? Can they learn on their own? You know, is it stuff that you're willing to help them out with? The 80-20 rule totally applies to hiring. And I highly recommend you start thinking about it in that way. When you're interviewing people, look for how they will work out. Don't just look for all of the bad stuff. Not that you want to have blinders on, but it's like really look at how somebody's skills can fit into the mix and follow the 80-20 rule. So that's what hiring slow means. Firing fast. 
that sounds terrible. If you're an employee and you hear, oh, fire fast. I don't know. Sometimes I feel like it just lands not great and I don't love it, but it's also means to take swift action, right? Like if you notice that an employee is not working out, their performance is suffering, you need to take action quickly. So I'm going to first talk about what firing fast is not, because I do think when you hear fire fast, it's like, like you're fired or whatever. It's not that it's not, you notice that somebody does one thing wrong and you walk in, you're like, you're out of here. It's not firing people without any warning or because they make one mistake. It's not firing people who are new, who are still catching on. You need to give people time to learn how things work in your business, your industry. I would imagine if you're a small business, you don't have the best training program. So people are kind of learning on the fly. You need to give them time to settle in, right? And it's not just walking around and firing people without any warning. What it is, is having clear, explicit performance conversations with your team. You are setting expectations. You are making sure they know what's expected of them. And guess what? That role rubric that we've talked about in a lot of these episodes, it's a great tool to use when you're onboarding a new team member. You share it with them and you're like, hey, this is what's expected in your role. These are the qualities we expect you to have, the expertise we expect you to have. And these are the core values and the way we expect you to behave when you're a member of our team and you share it with them so that they're clear and they know. And then you do a check-in after 30 days. How's it going to these things? And you have real conversations about it. So that role rubric that you create when you're hiring slow is used for this part of the process too, right? It just takes intention and it takes some preparation. What firing fast also means is as soon as you identify there's really an issue with performance, you got to have the conversation and you got to start taking action. Don't wait to see if it improves. Don't take work away from them to see if it gets better. Don't do the work for them because they're overwhelmed. You need to have the conversation with them and let them know what needs to improve and by when, and then figure out how you can support them and what is needed and come up with a plan. And so the best piece of advice that I have and a lot of other entrepreneurs have when it comes to this is have the conversation, tell them clearly what needs to change in the next 30 days, have another check-in after 30 days, If there's some improvement and you see that things are going great, then set another 30 days and another check-in. And this can be set up as like a check-in of like, okay, these are things that I feel like you're not performing in and that we need to improve. This is what needs to happen in the next 30 days. We will check in on it again in 30 days. If it's getting better, but maybe not 100%, then set another 30 days. And then after 30 days, if it's still not meeting expectations, so that would be 60 days, you can terminate them. But don't just terminate people without giving them a chance to improve. It's not kind. It's not good leadership. It's also, it isn't giving people an opportunity to show you what they have. And also you might not have done a great job of being clear. Let's be real. If you're a small business owner or you're new to leading a team, you're learning too. And so you're flexing that muscle and it's making sure that you've been crystal clear with them. And so what happens after 30 days, if they do improve, great. 
then they're on the right track and you just keep having check-ins with them. If things are still not better and after the next 30 days, you have a little bit more of a clear conversation of, hey, you know, these things really need to get better in the next 30 days. If not, the next conversation we have is probably not going to be one that either of us wants to have. And really, you know, setting that clear expectation, you want to also put it in writing, follow up with writing. So have the conversation in real life, either in person or on Zoom, and then follow up with the plan in writing so that they know. Sometimes seeing it in writing makes it real. And you might think you're doing a great job of being clear, but if there's anything any of us have learned about communication is things always get lost in translation, right? So following up with something in writing is super important. So. What will happen? One of three things will happen when you start to have these conversations with people. One, they will look for another job because they see the writing on the wall and they're going to quit. Two, they're not going to improve and you're going to have to fire them, right? And three, they'll improve and stay on. I would say the third one, it, it depends on when you're having this conversation, right? If you're waiting for six months of somebody not performing, it's unlikely they're going to improve. But if they're fairly new and you're like catching it right away, the likelihood of them improving is probably higher. And they're going to feel really grateful that you had that conversation with them. So that is how what firing fast means. It means taking swift action. It's not hoping things turn around. It's not taking stuff off of somebody's plate. It's not doing more work for them. It's not giving the work to somebody else. It's having clear performance conversations with deadlines of when things need to improve and following up on the deadline and holding yourself accountable as a leader to do that. And it's never good to hire a replacement before you give somebody a chance to improve. You know, you need to have these conversations and it's also not, think about it from a team building perspective, put yourself into this employee's shoes. Like don't tell them that you're gonna look for somebody else to fill the job while they're improving or working on it. Like that's just crappy. I've definitely had leaders who wanna do that. And I understand that you're thinking about the business and that the business needs to operate. But what you're doing is creating a culture of fear. Like your team members are gonna talk to one another. They're gonna always be on edge that you're always looking for their replacement. So it's just not a good thing to do. You may have to go for a little bit with a hole on your team while you're filling a backfill. But I promise you, it will pay off in the end with how your team trusts you and knows that they don't have to be fearful of losing their jobs. So don't go and start to advertise and hire a replacement for somebody who's on the team that you haven't had some conversations with. And ideally, you wait to start to backfill this role until you've terminated them. So That is my advice and my take on the hiring slow and firing fast conversation. Hopefully it was helpful and you learned a few things. It all goes back to things we've already talked about, right? Creating a plan and sticking to it. So excited to hear how it goes. And thanks so much for tuning in to this episode. As always, I sure appreciate it. And please make sure to follow us, Hiring School on Apple Podcasts. Please leave me a rate and review. It's how we're going to get the message out about our podcast and it helps our podcast grow. So leave a comment, a review, at least give me a rating. I will take all ratings, like I've said before, good or bad. It helps me know what you want to hear more of. 
Follow me on Instagram at people principles and also on TikTok. I'm making some good TikToks lately, but if there's ever anything you want to hear on the show, shoot me a DM people principles and principles is P R I N C I P L E S. Thanks so much. And we will see you next week. Bye.